0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and T.C. on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Jimmy B and T.C. We'll head back out to the Principal Charity Classic with Jimmy B here in just a little bit, but a respite from the golf. Uh, to talk about a bunch of different things. And joining us on the line from the Sporting News, one of our favorites, he is Bill Bender, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Bill, you're in Cleveland last night making your way back home, and, well, the Ohioans across the state and, and the Cavs fans across the country, a little dejected, disappointed today, and I think basketball fans uh, a little bit upset, short of the Warrior fans, just because it uh, looks like this thing is over now, 3 nothing.
2: Yeah, the pivotal moment, obviously, Kevin Durant steps up, knocks down a three. Um, Great atmosphere up to that point. You got 77 points from LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, and it's just still not enough. And that's just a testament to how good this Warriors team is. I think, I don't know if they'll sweep or get it done in five, but I think that's where we're at. And then, um, you know, you're already starting to see some of them, Trent. The the talks begin of where does – some of the uh, greatest
1: of all time. It's a conversation that continues, and, and this team, you know, after what they did a year ago, winning the 73 games and getting beat after a 3-1 lead in the finals, it it, it certainly changed the narrative. This team, without Durant for a big chunk of the season, boy, they're, they're incredibly good, and we will see where they're going to go down in history. What always makes it difficult in my mind, Bill, though, is just... The difference in the way the game is played and the athleticism today, even compared to twenty years ago, but maybe even a bigger factor, you know, when you're talking about, hey, let's match this team up with the ninety six Bulls. Well, it's not just, you know, the athleticism and those parts that change, but how's the game called? You know, who are the officials? Who are the is it gonna be Dick Bavett out of there, or is it gonna be rest from today? Who's gonna be the one calling the game? That might be more important in some aspects than the actual athleticism that is a determining factor in, in who would win something like this
2: the athleticism, the skill level, the coaching styles, uh, how it was called. Uh, you know, I, I can spoil the story now. We're, we're kind of playing around with that at Sporting News with a story I'm working on. And then, uh, you know, I know the one that always comes up is the 95-96 Bold, which to me, that is the best team ever. I, I mean, I just remember watching them, and I know there's a little bit of nostalgia to that, but that was one team that, you know, they played defense. They had Jordan, they had Pippen. I mean, if there was one team that I would want to see these Warriors play, it would be them followed closely by um, the 2000-2001 Lakers with Kobe and Shaq when they were at the top of their game.
1: Yeah, and, and that team with Shaq really uh, it felt like at the height of his powers. Uh, there was nothing physically that anybody could do you know, with him at that point in time and what he did, and, and two certainly contrasting styles. It, it's one thing. When you're talking about the Bulls team, well, you got Bill Wennington and Bill Cartwright and guys like that. It's completely different when you got a behemoth like Shaq with the athleticism that he had for that size. It's it's a fun argument, and the best thing about it, Bill, in the end, nobody knows the real answer. You you can argue until you're blue in the face, but nobody has definitive proof one way or the other.
2: Yeah, you can play them on the video games, and you know I'm like I said, working through this list. And the other one that really. You know, obviously the Magic and Larry teams were great, but the one that I, I always would want to see play this Warriors team and let them play a little bit, and I was joking around with this, would be the, the Pistons when they were the bad boys, when you had uh, you know, physical guards like Isaiah and Dumar and how that would go. And then you got, I, I was making the joke, I mean, how many minutes till, uh Lambeer and Draymond would get a double technical? I think it would be within five.
1: I'd take the under on that one. I'd I'd certainly (laughs) take the under on that one. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Not a real big team, though, Uh, at at least with my memory. You know, Isaiah, we know he was, you know, six foot, six one, something like that. Dumars, he wasn't real tall, though, either, was he? Was he six four right in that range? You know, Vinnie Johnson off the bench, he was the same kind of thing. I I guess that would be something that you'd have to be concerned about, though, is uh, though they had physical guards, they didn't have a whole lot of size.
2: Yeah, I mean Dumars is the one I know, you know, just from remembering all the accounts and watching the games, he was the one that did okay against Jordan, as okay as you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, those big guys like Rodman and Lambeer and the Horn and Sally and that physical style, that's where the like you said, the the rules come into play because how long would they allow, you know, some of those guys to smack around some players? It was uh they used to beat up Jordan, man, mm-hmm. and then Jordan finally figured it out and that really to me, the NBA has just gone through all these phases of these eras, and that was that, that Pistons team. The two teams that get lost are that, those Pistons teams and I think the two Rockets teams with uh, the stopgap between the Jordan 3 P.
1: It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good way to look at it. Well, Bill, uh, from the NBA to a little more basketball there in your home state, Thad Bata, earlier this week he has let go as the head coach of the Buckeyes. Uh, then yesterday, the rumors start, and it looks like they're going after former Iowa State coaches, from Fred Hoiberg to Greg McDermott. What's next? Wayne Morgan? I mean, how far down the road are we going here?
2: Well, the bad news is it sounds like a lot of these coaches that they're seeking are are making it a point to say they're staying put. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it's a really tough situation. Ted um, Mata, obviously great coach, did a hell of oh. or a heck of a job there. And, um, you know, he's a guy that um, – I think he just physically couldn't do it anymore, and he saw that through the recruiting. So whether it's, you know, I I don't know where they go from here. I thought they were going to go for a big-time recruiter and take that home home run swing at Billy Donovan, but that's looking more and more likely. They're almost, I mean, Trent, how do you make a um, coaching change this late in the season?
1: We don't, and we saw this just two years ago here in our state after Fred Hoiberg left for the Bulls job. That was in early June you know, they went out there, and there were some pie-of-the-sky thoughts with Iowa State, who Hoiberg had built up and was humming at a pretty good level, and they ended up with Steve Prohm, who's done a nice job. But you know, the fan bases in general in college athletics, a lot of times their their expectation level is out of whack with the reality of the situation. And, and I thought last night, when it looked like McDermott at least might be close, uh, there was reports that he was offered the job, and people said, wait, wait, wait. We just fired Thad Botta to get Greg McDermott? Well, that's the reality of the situation. Billy Donovan's not walking through that door. Sean Miller's not leaving Arizona for Ohio State. Those things are not going to happen. I just don't know if the Buckeye fans are ready to accept that reality.
2: Yeah, and and the other half of it really is um, Ohio State's a school where, as you and I and through all our talk through the year, it's where the basketball coach is never going to be a bigger deal than the football coach. And there was a stretch there where, like that might have said at his press conference, I mean they were as good as anybody for a five-year stretch. Now, but the thing is, when you're in Columbus, that's that's great. But they're still worried about Urban's next recruiting class more. And uh, you know, there's certain Big Ten schools where it's always going to be like that. I mean, you could make the case that John beeline has been the most successful Michigan coach since 2000. I mean, huh? and and he's still not going to get the pup of a Jim Harbaugh or a Lloyd Carr or whoever's the football coach at Michigan.
1: And, you know, for some people, and for a guy like Thad Mata, he seemed very pleased with that. He, You know, he was fine with the way that things went down that way. He was fine kind of playing that second fiddle. There are plenty of coaches out there, though, that that's not going to be the case at all. And you just wonder, uh, could it be a factor if they don't get, if they keep swinging and missing here, where they just say, you know what, let's go on an interim basis here for Chris Gent, we know not, we're not going to be very good this year regardless who the coach is. There's just not a whole lot of people that you can bring in at this point in time. Let's go down that road, and uh, we'll take another swing at it here coming up in March. Yeah, I
2: think that's the, the ultimate fallback plan at this point. You know, a team that uh, if Gent, Gent obviously has the, you know, they can spin it that way. Former Buckeye, loves the program, you know, was LeBron shooting coach, all those kind of things, but I don't know if that's the real long-term you know transition that you want to make so again a messy situation that i could not have predicted by any stretch but i I think the college football story you wanted to talk to me about next, i certainly wouldn't have predicted either
1: it's been a wild week yeah june this is normally the time us that do a lot with college sports bill we're able to uh, put our feet up a little bit more Uh, that has not been the case at all now with yesterday's news that came out during our show Uh, Bob Stoops, retiring, timing, incredibly weird, Uh, health doesn't appear to be an issue. Let's start at the top. Do you take this at face value that this is Bob Stoops just saying, I'm ready to walk away from Oklahoma, I need some time away, and it's as simple as that?
2: For now. Um, You know, I know the cynics and all of us are going to wonder what's behind the decision or, you know, I'm choosing to believe for now, and, you know, I'll do my reporting and digging on that like everybody else, but... You know, at the moment, it just seems like they really like Lincoln Riley and what he brought to the offense. And, you know, he's a guy that they didn't want to let go. And if Bob Stoops was ready to go, and, and you know, to his credit, he was a guy that he's one of the coaches that he did have a personal life. And some of them don't. He was one that did. So maybe this is a legit decision. And, uh, you know, but on the surface value, you know, how do you leave a team that went, what was it 11-2, and won another Big 12 championship, in the top five, as usual, I mean, it's interesting. So, uh, you know, uh, when's the last time you've ever heard of a 33-year-old like Lincoln Riley being put in charge of an elite college football program? It's very interesting.
1: It is. It's something that you certainly don't see every day, Bill. And and this is a guy that, that people have considered for a long time a rising star. Uh, heard a story uh, just yesterday about him and, and when he was at Texas Tech and he was a quarterback there as a walk-on. <laughs> He knew the offense right away inside and out. Uh, Mike Leach basically told him, hey, you're cut. We don't got a spot for you. You can't throw the football. But I want you to come on as a student assistant. And it took him a day, and then he went that way. And since then, we've seen that star grow. 33 years old, but uh, an old 33? I guess it seems that way at least. He's been around the block a time or two.
2: Yeah, I and mean, he's been very good. And in the last two seasons, if you look at Oklahoma's offense, uh, around 45 points per game both years. Mm-hmm. Um two Heisman finalists last year. I mean, that doesn't happen often at all. And just a guy that obviously knows the offense. So, you know, as I wrote for us today, here's the Big 12, and they're really counting on Texas with Tom Herman, 41-year-old, and Lincoln Riley, 33-2 offensive coaches, bright offensive mind. Herman's doing well on the recruiting trail. This is an interesting chapter in one of college football's better rivalries, and I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: With – uh. What we saw over the 17 years, 10 championships in the Big 12, a national championship back in 2000, You know, before Bob Stoops got there, they went through some lean times, and it wasn't just you know what happened at the end with Blake, it was Howard Schnellenberger for a year, but the program certainly it wasn't at the heights it was going way back to Bud Wilkinson, going to Barry Switzer days. Is this going to be looked back upon maybe more favorably when we get a bit removed from the Bob Stoops era?
2: the worst thing Bob Stoops did was win a national title his second year because <laughs> yeah, yeah. then he started to expect it every season and his success probably goes underappreciated as a result I mean they they were always a team to beat the big 12 most seasons uh, they reinvented themselves a couple times consistent a couple uh a couple instances where they lost big a game in on the big stage but I mean I, to me it, it, as we're finding out with the Cavs now I mean it's always better to be on the big stage than lose than not be on it and watch from home.
1: That's a good way to put it. A- absolutely, and and uh, that that is certainly the case there. So uh, the speculation will go. And Bill, it's going to be—he's waiting for Notre Dame to open. He bought a new house in Chicago. He's waiting for John Fox to get fired. He's going to take over the Bears. All, all the speculation is going to be out there. Is this just a year, maybe two-year hiatus, or? Is this long-term for Bob Stoops in your mind? Oh,
2: well, we're going to find out. I mean, maybe he did once. Notre Dame would be interesting if it popped open, but, you know, I was just wondering this. I think uh, I talked to your, your guys, Ken, about this the other day, that, um, you know, you, you don't have the Tom Herman of the P.J. Fleck candidate, the young hot candidate this year. The the guys that everybody's going to be talking about when somebody gets fired now are going to be Bob Stoops and Chip Kelly, and to me, that's very interesting, mm-hmm. given that the, the track record of success that both of those coaches have had. Because other than that, I mean, if you're looking for that up-and-coming coaching candidate, it's going to be like a guy like Scott Frost. Um, and I think we all have him, like, earmarked to coach Nebraska someday. And then there's uh, a guy like Scott Satterfield at App State. So, I, I mean, it'll be interesting every time an opening happens. And certainly Notre Dame, that was one that jogged into my mind as well, because of you know Bob Stoops, I, background the youngstown background catholic background all those things it would be interesting for sure
1: it will be it will be and uh certainly a lot hey one more on this uh the big 12 is the only of the power five conferences that has missed two out of the three college football playoffs now oklahoma certainly is going to have a different look how big of a blow do you think this is to the big 12 as a whole and, and a brand that Still is kind of searching, trying to build back up after what happened with Texas and the big step backwards that we've seen out of them over the last seven, eight years. Uh, the Big 12, how big of an impact down the road could this make, certainly if Oklahoma takes a step back, even if Texas is ascending?
2: Well, I mean, it's an opportunity for Oklahoma State. I think with sure. Texas and Oklahoma breaking in new coaches, uh, Gundy has really good team this year. Good quarterback, Mason Rudolph. Good receiver in James Washington. You know they're gonna score um they got to take care of some some business and some early season games, but this is their chance. I know the conference is a whole shaky because you know Kansas State Bill Snyder's not going to be around much, forever. Uh, I don't think maybe he will be <laughs> um but uh the guys like uh Oklahoma, like I said, with Lincoln Riley, Texas Tom Herman, they've really got to prove themselves uh, it depends on your feelings on t c u and West Virginia but you need to have your flagship at the top of their game, and that's what you've got in the ACC, SEC, and Big Ten right now.
1: The consistency at the top, and that's uh, what certainly Big Twelve fans are hoping Oklahoma can continue. That will be seen. Bill Benner with the sporting news with us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Bill, safe travel back uh, home, and then well, it's right back up to Cleveland for you for tomorrow's matchup. Uh, are we over? Is it over in four, or do we at least get through the weekend and get a game five? Uh, highly
2: unlikely that we get to five, but I, you know, Cleveland's at home, and I think LeBron's played so well that pride—they're not going to just you know throw in the towel. They played really hard in game three. Um, I don't see it getting past five, though.
1: Interesting, Bill. Have a safe travels. We will talk to you again soon. Thanks as always for your time.
2: Hey, I appreciate it
0: the big games play here westwood one sports on des moines station for news talk sports 1700 kbgg
1: trust quality value just some of the words that have been used by wolf construction roofing customers to describe their experience wolf construction roofing works on residential and commercial roofing including single family and multi-family homes tear-offs
0: Hey, Sue, check out these sandals. I don't wear sandals. They're so cute. Um, you know, I... Dry cracked feet? Carousel Intensive Foot Repair doesn't just cover. Carousel removes hard, dry skin, then deeply moisturizes and actually repairs. Feet look good so fast you see a visible difference in just one day.
1: Sue, you look great in these sandals. Get them. Yeah.
0: Carousel Intensive Foot Repair. In the foot care aisle. See the one day difference. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans.
1: When I grow up... I want to be a kid's first computer. I
3: want
4: to be a warm place on a cold day. I want to be a
0: bike that races around the country.
1: I want to be a bench on a forest trail.
0: When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
3: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at iwanttoberecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
0: Now at the Home Depot, save 20% with bulk pricing on GAF high-definition shingles and 30% with bulk pricing on insulation. That'll bring that roofing project down within reach. And that insulation project, you'll be covered. If you're ready to start, now you know where. Get bulk pricing on shingles and insulation only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details and minimum purchase quantities. Selection varies by store. 1700 KBGG wants to bring a prime Father's Day to your Top Pop with a Top Pop Basement, Backyard, or Barbecue Upgrade Giveaway presented by GL Clothing. It's amazing. Go to 1700KBGG.com and enter to win a $4,000 upgrade. Whoa. Did your dad pick a man cave makeover, a brand new spanking grill area, new lawn care equipment? It could be his pick with the Top Pop Basement, Backyard, or Barbecue Upgrade sponsored by GL Clothing at 1700 KBG. Order! TV $100 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other facing conditions. Apply. Call for details. Offerings 12117. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: Welcome back inside the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Jimmy B, he is out on the golf course today. He's out at the Principal Charity Classic. We have hit a myriad of different things today from college football and basketball to the golf at the principal charity classic nba finals we got the stanley cup finals and and we're going to go a step further right now coming up this weekend down in knoxville it's the brownells big guns bash with the world of outlaws and joining us from brian brown racing it is brian brown brian good afternoon oh thanks man glad to join you
3: just uh Beautiful day in Iowa, and just the uh, weather looks good for the weekend, and just uh, pumped, uh, pumped to get at it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Should be another great event down there in Knoxville. And, and before we get about into this event individually, you know, around here you hear Knoxville, you you hear about the importance and how well-known it is, This not in a local scale here in Iowa or the Midwest, even nationally, this is a worldwide known a place for racing Uh, just tell a little bit for people maybe that haven't made the trip south here from the metro down there to knoxville about what knoxville is and and what it means to the racing community
3: yeah it's huge uh we were lucky enough to get get to travel worldwide and in the winter time we go to australia and race and uh so many people come up to you to you when you're there and gosh you you get to race at knoxville or you get you know knoxville raceway or this or that we just uh it's the, the state of the art. It's the, it's our Daytona 500 our Indianapolis 500. It's, uh, you know, it's a state of the art facility that, you know, um, you can come see, you know, sprint cars on 140 mile an hour, uh, two inches away from each other. And sometimes there's contact and sometimes there's crashes, but in general, uh, you know, just, uh, just an awesome experience, something you can bring all your, your friends, your family and kids of all ages, uh, never really brought anybody to it that didn't enjoy it. So, uh, something we're proud, proud to be a part of, and uh, when we travel wide, proud to be a part of, uh, to call Knoxville Raceway home.
1: Brian Brown joining us. He is the point leader and a big fan favorite, certainly there, each and every year at Knoxville, what they're able to do with the sprint car. Uh, for people that maybe you hear racing, you think of just what you see on TV or, or what happens over to the east of us a little bit over at the big track over there, uh, some of the differences that people see if they're making the trek down this weekend.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the base that you'll see is probably the highest horsepower to weight ratio in, in all forms of motorsports. Uh, the car weighs twelve hundred pounds and it's uh, nine hundred and fifty horsepower. Uh, would you take a uh, like a normal NASCAR uh, Monster Monster Series uh, car would weigh uh, thirty four hundred pounds and would have seven hundred fifty or eight hundred horsepower? So the, the horsepower to weight ratio is, is like no other. they open wheel cars, so uh, just uh, like um, like. Driving a or flying a a plane in a in a gymnasium, just uh, things going happening real quick, and uh, things happen quick. And you know the action's fast and furious. It's not an all day event where you're going to sit there for 500 laps. Uh, this is a our final race will be 25 laps. So if everything goes nonstop on our final race, we'll be done in about four four or five minutes. So uh, just uh, something that if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. And if, if you if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, no matter what you say, is just uh, just give me. Give me the
1: me Knoxville. So, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and leading to, of course, August 9th and 10th with the, the Knoxville Nationals that will be coming up. Uh, how important is this race in, in those terms? I, I've, I've talked to some people, some big race fans that, that will tell you maybe this weekend can help determine a little bit or give you a good indication of some of the names and some of the guys that have a great shot coming up with Nationals.
3: Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, uh, you you have to run well every single week here. We're very lucky that the local contingent is, is a very, very strong contingent. And, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a local, you know, beat the Outlaws this weekend. But, yeah, uh, it'll definitely be uh, to kind of see where the bar is and see where you're at as a race team but, you know, based on how you, uh, how you finish this weekend. But what's unique about the Knoxville Nationals is, you could win every race you're into this weekend and, and it doesn't mean a thing in August. So, uh, maybe it makes your confidence a little bit higher or, or less, but, uh, you know, it's, um, come August, you know, it is our Daytona 500, you know, our Indianapolis 500 it is, the, you know, the, the greatest, you know, sprint car race in the world. Um, and you have to sprint car capital of the world. So, uh, yeah, uh, this weekend is very important confidence wise, and just knowing where you're at speed wise, but, um, the overall effect come August, it doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with that.
1: Well, Brian, if you can, uh, tell us a little bit about this weekend. You mentioned the Outlaws uh, against the local guys. Uh, what exactly this event's going to be and, and what the fans should be looking for down in Knoxville Friday and Saturday?
3: Yeah, it's two complete shows. Uh, every night you'll have, uh, you'll have qualifying, you'll have uh, four or eight lap heat races, uh, you'll have a C-Main, a B-Main, and an A-Main, along with the, uh, with the 305s will be with us one night, which is a, a little smaller engine car. and a three sixty that will be with us the other night. So uh it, it's a it's a fast paced action. You know, you can get down there at races I think start at up six forty five. races at seven thirty and um, you know, we should be done around ten thirty. So it's not something that's drug out all night long or, or things like that. So uh it's uh put some put some Casey's general store gas and grab you a Casey's pizza and run down there and uh and, and enjoy it because I know we will and uh like I said it's uh nothing better than to come out and see uh see a huge crowd. And, um and put on a good show for the fans also.
1: Uh, Brian, no doubt about that. And I also saw, uh, along with the great Casey's Pizza, Dollar Bush light cans on Friday night down there. Now they're speaking my language right there. Pizza and beer doesn't get much better than that.
3: No, it doesn't. That's uh, something that Knoxville's been doing for a while here. And, uh, you know, any time that you you get the dollar beer and the crowd gets a little (laughs) rowdy, it definitely makes you want to get up on the wheel and and perform even better. So, uh, like I said, we're really looking forward to it you know, we feel like we have a car that can, that can compete. Uh, we've already have one outlaw win already this year, in New Arizona. We've been really strong and, uh, there'd be nothing more proud, uh, for our race team than to, uh, to put the, the Knoxville flag and kind of throw it in the ground in victory lane and said, you know, we beat the outlaw, but, uh, it'll be tough. Um, there'll probably be 50 cars there and probably 30 of them that will have a legitimate shot at winning. So, uh, just should be, a, should be a fun, fun weekend. Like I said, the weather's going to be phenomenal. And, um, like I said, just almost, it's got it built up as a, the Knoxville regulars versus the outlaws, and I think a, it, should be a, it should be a phenomenal weekend.
1: It is Brownells Big Guns Bash tomorrow and Saturday down in Knoxville at Knoxville Raceway. Brian Brown here talking with us about it here just a little bit. Well, Brian, you mentioned Casey's, but I know it is a team that is able to make you be able to go out, do the racing that you do. Uh, give a shout-out to the sponsors and some of the people that have helped you <laughs> along to get to this point as you sit there at the top right now.
3: Yeah, you know, Casey's General Stores and uh, FVP are, are a huge part of our program, as well as you know local companies such as uh, Host Iowa dot net, uh, Mac. Uh, they've been with us for for a very long time. So uh, we got a lot of a lot of great people that's in this area. That you know, this is where you know I've, I live in Kansas City, but can really consider this our home track. So uh, a lot a lot of people that uh you know that that support us. Uh, we had a great event this afternoon, this morning, that out at Brunel's. Uh, and 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 over in Searsboro, so we got out two or three or four of our, uh the drivers that were able to shoot some guns and uh really really uh thankful for their support this weekend on such a big event and if you need a gun or you know ammunition or whatever, make sure to check rightales out but and like I said, just uh proud of all our whole team you know uh, where we're at as a team right now and you don't you're not able to to go out and win races and contend for races without great partners like casey's general store and f e p so uh just uh, thankful for them and um I'm just thankful for everything. I've said thankful 15 times, but it really <laughs> really are. We're just, uh, just fortunate to do what we do for a living.
1: Well, Brian, it is great talking with you. Looking forward to this one. Always a great time. For, for people that haven't been to Knoxville, that haven't made it down there, it, it is quite the experience, and they do it right. If you're a race fan, it's something that everybody needs to do, at least at some point. And uh, with the, just a hop, skip, and a jump here from the Des Moines Metro, I know there will be a lot of people going down there and cheering you on this weekend
3: yeah we sure hope so, and like I said it's uh you know the Des Moines area really really uh embraces Knoxville Raceway and we get a lot of fans from that area and like i said if if you uh if you don't enjoy it i, I don't I don't know what's wrong with you because I've never brought somebody to have hopefully get down there and you know maybe get some new fans and uh come out, come down, pick out a favorite driver and uh enjoy yourself.
1: Good stuff. Hey, appreciate it as always. Good stuff out of you. We'll talk again down the road, Brian, and uh, maybe we'll talk again right before August with the Nationals down there in Knoxville. Appreciate your time today.
3: Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks to you guys, and thanks for uh, giving Knoxville uh, Raceway an opportunity to come on the radio and Talk about uh, our gold mine down here in Knoxville, Iowa. Uh, we sure appreciate
1: you guys' support. You bet. No doubt about it. Thanks a lot. That's Brian Brown joining us. A uh, lot of great places you can go find out more about Brian. Uh, one of the top racers that you're going to find here in the area. You can go to his website, brianbrownracing.com. And if you're looking for tickets for this weekend, want to make it down to Knoxville either tomorrow or on Saturday, go to com. We'll take a timeout. Back to the golf course next. Jimmy B comes up on the other side, live from the principal charity classic, the Pro Am, going on today. We'll come back, put a cap on things. Maybe we'll find another golfer as well as we continue on here. It's a Thursday edition. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker, 1700. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On
0: 1700 KBGG.
4: Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at ten
1: a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty—a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway
0: in West Des Moines. Seventeen hundred KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life.
5: You can. Do this. You know, that really is a message. Whether you've got two hundred and seventy thousand dollars in student loan debt or twenty seven thousand. Whether you've got a fifty thousand dollar income or a five hundred thousand dollar income.
0: Dave Ramsey, weekdays nine till noon, sponsored by MediaCom Careers. Count it down. Three, two, one.
1: Get to Kohl's Super Saturday. Shop early birds for Dad until 1 p.m. Plus, take an extra 20% off sale prices. With an extra 20% off, a stylish watch is just $15.99. A Grand Slam golf shirt is $17.59. And an IZOD camp shirt is only $19.99. You'll get Kohl's cash, too. $10 for every $50 spent. Earn it on everything. Spend it on anything. This Saturday, only at Kohl's. Select styles. 20% off for valid June 7th through 11th. Summit solutions apply. See store or kohls.com for details.
0: Lots of things take 15
4: minutes, like sitting through a halftime show or running a very slow mile. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings wants to add one more to the list. The B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch. Order from this menu and you'll get your lunch in 15 minutes or it's free. So put in your order, count all the tiles on our ceiling and voila, 15 minutes and your food has arrived. Or it's on us. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports.
0: Valid for tables of six or last Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. At participating locations for dine-in only. Other restrictions apply. See participating location for details.
5: Dave,
1: what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037. So he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess
5: I was thinking Steve 2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But
1: don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots.
6: You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org.
1: Hey. Let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you.
0: This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council.
3: need more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation
2: 515-262-STAR
5: See you
0: soon, Jim Brunson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome
4: back, everybody. We continue as we are live here at the Principal Charity Classic at Wakanda Country Club. Hanging out right now with Tom Pernice, former winner on this course so is the course about the same as when you were a champion only a couple of years ago or has it changed at all
6: i think it's relatively the same i mean every year we have came to wakanda they've had it in beautiful condition and it's uh it's in great shape again as we come here this year and the weather looks like it's going to stay dry so uh yeah i think everything's in pretty good shape we're going to get some heat and some wind on the weekend so that's going to make it challenging but all in all Golf course, as usual, is in very good condition.
4: You know, it's funny
6: because you guys
4: are in the heat all the time. So if it's hot, you're accustomed
6: to that. It's okay, you Yeah, know. but how does the
4: wind change everything?
6: Well, the two most determining factors for scoring in golf is wind and hard greens. Okay. So... The greens aren't overly hard yet, but it's supposed to blow, you know, 20 to 30 miles an hour on Saturday and Sunday, so that's going to make it challenging.
4: How do you, how do you make that adjustment then, Tom? I, I mean,
6: you're used to, you know, you're used to putting in a, in a certain manner, and now you've got to change everything. You actually, you know, when it gets to 30 miles an hour and 25-mile-an-hour gusts, I mean, you're having to play the wind. If you have a downhill putt, downwind or crosswind, the wind's going to affect it. So, you know, it's just more variables that are, have to be put into the equation, and Something that you have to deal with—it's difficult. Uh, when you've been playing this particular tour, the
4: Champions Tour, there's a lot of good guys that are out here and a lot of good golfers. The competition factor—I mean, it really doesn't change that much from the PGA Tour. It's just guys are older, right?
6: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 something I always talk about. People are trying to compare people in different eras. And I said, it's really not fair. I said, you just need to compare the people that played in each other's eras. And we all played in the same era out on the tour. So, you know, back in the day, you know, Bernhard Langer and Fred Couples were great players. And, you know, they're great players out here. And the rest of us are, you know, chasing guys like that. So, um, you know, some of us. you modest,
4: Tom. You've had some pretty good success. Come on. Yeah,
6: but, you know, you're talking about Hall of Famers when you start talking Hale Irwin, Tom Watson. I mean, those are the you know fred couples bernhardt i mean they, they've done some pretty special things you start winning double majors and several majors so that's what's great about it it's a it's a tour that's loaded with name recognition people have been at the top of their of their uh career you know their field and and throughout their career it's pretty special stuff and i think it's great to come back to the midwest i was born and raised in kansas city okay. so for me to come back to here in the midwest and and the people and the hospitality, it's, it's off the charts. It's great for me to be back.
4: You know, we always talk about this particular course, and you rarely have a flat lie. And I talked to a couple of the other guys a little bit, and they said it's so different than playing in Florida or out in Arizona. When you're playing in the desert, it's reasonably flat. But here you have to make so many different adjust, uh, adjust, adjustments. Is it easier for you? To play a ball above your feet or below your feet, or does it matter now?
6: Uh, most everybody p- prefers a ball above ball above their feet, so it becomes a little more of a baseball swing, and you can swing out a little bit more. The ball below your feet 's always pretty uncomfortable for most players so but you 're going to have it from time to time out here, and that 's one of the great qualities of a great old golf course is they didn 't move with bulldozers, move the dirt around they took the natural terrain and Carved around through here, and there weren't many trees, and they, they let the natural lay of the land dictate uh, how the course is. So, you know, that's what's great about some of the old golf courses and, and how they're standing up is because they have any secrecies that are different than the modern day courses. How's your game right now,
4: and how do you feel headed into
6: beginning tomorrow? Uh, I've been playing absolutely lousy, but the last three days I've kind of hit on something. My ball striking has improved the last two days, so I feel like I'm on the right track. So coming back here where I've had some success and played well, I'm looking forward to it.
4: I always appreciate honesty in a in a professional athlete, and that was perfectly honest. Look, you'll get
6: it back. It always comes back, right? Oh, yeah, and like I said, it's it's gotten better each day since I've been here, and I picked up on just a couple little things and and, you know, The progress is there, so I'm excited to look forward to the week.
4: It's great to have you, and uh, as always, and uh, we hope you score well and have a great Sunday coming in, okay?
6: Well, I appreciate you guys being out here. This is a great event for the community, and it's so well-supported, and we uh, just hope that the people keep coming out, and we'll put on a good show for them.
4: I know you will. Tom Pernice is our guest, former winner here at Wakanda.
1: Good stuff there, Jimmy B. Uh, Tom Pernice there with you. And uh, a couple of golf things going on today that I I wanted to run by, but as we're Wrapping up here, last 10 minutes or so, uh, just an overview. Your your thoughts on what we're going to see over the weekend and, and how Wakanda's looking out there today, Jim.
4: Uh, the course is tremendous. It's a beautiful day. It's about 82 right now with a breeze So and low humidity. It's very, very nice out. However, Trent, uh, beginning late tomorrow afternoon and then all through the weekend, uh, the weather's going to change dramatically, and that's what the players are concerned about. I mean, you heard – tom pernice right there in that interview say hey look it's the wind and hard greens and that changes everything with the hard greens you cannot hold the ball on the green you got to play up short and let it roll on and that's uh, totally different from what these guys are used to doing and then in the wind look even you know lousy golfers like you and me that's just terrible because then it changes the way that you even swing at the golf ball. So uh, I think I think it's going to be very interesting uh, if you're a fan and you're thinking of coming out and you're thinking it's going to be so hot and windy. It's not going to be that bad at all. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of trees, lots of shade. There'll be plenty of water, plenty of, of refreshment stands around the course you won't have any difficulty uh dealing with that so for a fan that's not going to be a factor but for the golfers i think it's going to be very entertaining trent just to see how these guys have to make adjustments and not just say playing 18 holes they're going to have to make adjustments on every hole depending on what the wind and the heat is doing
1: so uh did you see what happened today on the big tour as they Announced the tea times for the U.S. Open. Did you see why they did did that? I did
4: not. No. Uh, Where did they do that?
1: They announced it. Well, we know this is uh, another year with Fox with the broadcast right for the USGA events, including the U.S. Open. Okay. And because of that, they decided to put it on undisputed with your boys, Skip Bayless and Shannon (laughs) Sharp. (laughs) Okay. How did that go? Not well. Uh, (laughs) judging from the reaction online, not well, it goes from, uh, people saying that they're going to cancel their USGA membership to, uh, never watching the golf tournament and on and on. It's exactly as you would imagine, uh, two guys that don't talk a whole lot of golf and they're the ones that are making the announcements. And as it finally happened, guess what? They didn't actually go through everything or anything like that. They announced one threesome right at the end of their show. That's it.
4: Oh oh that was all they announced was a threesome at the end of the show and that's
1: all that's all that they had that's all that no they figured out
4: No wonder everybody got uh, upset about that because they made it like like they were going to do the like the entire draw
1: Yes yeah yeah that's at least what they led you to believe that was not the case Here's a threesome we're done talking about golf we got to have Skip go back to uh, yelling about why LeBron James is the worst basketball player of all time you know you know his uh, <laughs> diatribes that he likes to go on. Speaking of that, oh Jimmy, I know, yes. So last night we got to see great game, come back by Golden State. I think most of us were probably rooting for Cleveland, unless you had a wager. Uh, I told you yesterday to lay the three and a half with Golden State, and now I'm three and zero oh in picking NBA finals games. By the way, Jim Brinson against the spread. You on uh-huh. the other hand, not so much.
4: No, I I had to stay with my pick and. You asked me earlier today if I wanted to get off of the, the, of the uh, Cleveland Cavs. I said, well, I can't do that. I stuck my neck out, and for the first time, I don't go chalk, and it ends up biting me in the backside. So you know me now. I learned my lesson. I'm just going to be a chalk guy from now on.
1: All favorites all the time. That is going to be Jimmy B going forward. Uh, I, I thought it was – I heard it perfectly today. So now there's people... You know what? Kevin Durant, he might be the best player in the league. And now that is the narrative of today. And then you get the people that go back and forth about it. It's laughable to me. LeBron is still the best player in the world. And uh, somebody put it very simply, and I thought this was a great point that I was talking to you this morning. Take LeBron, put him on Golden State. Take Durant, put him on Cleveland. What changes? In fact... Are they even in the game if you flip-flop those? Is Cleveland in the game if they have Durant instead of LeBron and LeBron is on the Golden State Warriors? I don't think so.
4: So I'm I- with you. I'm, I'm with you. Look, Le- LeBron is the best player on the planet, mm-hmm. hands down. And he's outgunned. And, and people are, like, trying to lay this because they're getting swept LeBron, the guy is playing lights out. He played 46 minutes last night. Almost had another triple double. It, uh, it's this is ridiculous the way that that fans are lighting this up. You got four great players against three great players. It means you got another extra guy, mm-hmm. and that extra guy is Kevin Durant. Yeah, you, you can't make this up. Here's here's what would make it what what would make it even. Call Kawhi Leonard, have him join the Cavaliers, and match up on Durant. Now it's even. I I believe this right now, Trent. If the Warriors would have stood pat and not acquired Durant, Cleveland's going to win this series again Mm. with the way that they are playing. But they're not going to win it when you put a superstar of Kevin Durant's ilk on the other team.
1: Here is uh, the number of the night from last night. LeBron, you mentioned, Jim, that he okay. played 46 minutes. 46 minutes last night. Yes. While he was in the game, plus minus a old hockey number that is being used by the NBA, though some people will say it's not the greatest number when you want to go analytics, but still tells you a lot. When he was in the game for those 46 minutes, the Cavaliers outscored the Warriors by seven. In the two minutes that he did play, they were outscored <laughs> yeah. by 12 points. That's all you need to know, Jim. Wow. It's all you need to know. That's it. Plus seven in the yep. 46 minutes, Yep. and his team lost the game by five points. It's a 48-minute game, people. LeBron James is still incredible. Regardless of what Skip Bayless, Mr. U.S. Open has to say about it, the guy is ridiculously good. He's just going up against a team that is so much better, that has so much talent coming out of them. They add from a team that won 73 games – they add one of the best three players in the world in Kevin Durant. That's what you have today. It's simple.
4: And it, it is. It's very simple to see. I don't know why people can't grasp that. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I tweeted out last night, it's four against three. You have three great players on one team. You have four great players on the other team. It's, it's like uh, if you want to equate it to hockey when you talked about plus-minus in the NHL playoffs, a lot of times teams will score on a power play. Why do they score on the power play? Because there's an extra guy on the ice who's always open. The same thing applies in the NBA. If you double if you double Durant, Klay Thompson kills you. If you go try to check out Klay Thompson, Durant kills you. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry kills you. Draymond Green can light you up. Uh, it it just goes on and on and on and. They're the they're the best team. There, there's no question in my mind that they are hands down the best team in the NBA today. There's no question.
1: Two more uh, fun stats for the day here, Jimmy B. This one is a Cubs okay. note. Yesterday, Kyle Schwarber had a big game. In fact, had a double off of uh, the left fielder for the Marlins, Ozuna's glove. That was the first hit for Kyle Schwarber that didn't clear a wall. So basically was not a home runner at ground rule double since May 17th. Last, uh, last night, is that going to get wow. Schwarber heading back in the right direction? I hope
4: so. Look, I, th- I think he got his average up over a buck seventy. I think that's correct with yeah, what he did yeah. last night. Uh, you know, it, the guy's too good a hitter. We've seen it way too many times. He's too good a hitter to be down below the Mendoza line. And I think it's a question of, you know, he's got to get comfortable again. And it's June, and people are saying, well, they've been playing since April. He should be comfortable by now. Not necessarily. Now pitchers have a book on him where maybe they didn't before. So, you know, he's going to have to make his adjustments. I hope he gets it back. Uh, I like the guy. I think he's a fabulous hitter when he's right, but he's just got to get right again, Trent. That's it.
1: And my favorite of the day of my uh, ridiculous notes that I had here, Bill Snyder was 43 years old when Lincoln Riley was born. They'll face off with Oklahoma and Kansas State coming up this fall.
4: (laughs) That's a great stat. (laughs) That's unbelievable. And, look, we, we got on Snyder, and rightfully so, what he said about that kid that wanted to transfer, but you still have to go back and look at him and just go, this is unbelievable what he's been able to do at Kansas State.
1: No doubt about it. Jimmy B., we are short on time. Hockey for you tonight, I'm going to assume. Who do you got with the Penguins and the Nashville Predators game five tonight?
4: All right, everybody's been holding serve, so I am going to pick the upset tonight and have Nashville upset Pittsburgh this evening. I have a feeling that Pecorino is back on his game in goal, and I'm going to go with the Preds tonight over the defending Stanley Cup champion, Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: Well, you have been uh, on a cold streak. We'll see if that continues going with the dog here again tonight i'll be uh up late watching my twins they lost on a walk-off last night that uh deserved a swear at the tv that didn't put me in a very good mood at bedtime last night but uh we'll be back at it tomorrow jimmy b at noon and you'll be back here in studio instead of out there at wakanda that's it
4: you'll have to uh look me in the face i know that's not a pretty (laughs) sight nor do you care to do that right but unfortunately you're stuck with me beginning tomorrow again
1: (laughs) Well, good stuff for you out there. Good hustle today, Jimmy B. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow here in the studio at noon, all right?
4: You got it, pal. As we are done for the day, everybody, see you Friday. It's the Big Talker. Jimmy B and TC, 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
1: Trust, quality, value.
5: See you soon. Think about everything you've done to make sure your small business is truly professional. Well,
0: Vistaprint is here to help your business look professional from the very first impression with 500 high-quality business cards starting at $9.99. That's 500 cards for less than 10 bucks. Whether you want your business to feel trustworthy with our hand-selected paper stocks or to stand out with brilliant finishes, you'll get the card that fits your business at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 7744 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7744. This Father's Day, it's the thought that counts,
1: especially if the thought includes the Home
0: Depot's 200-piece Husky Mechanics tool set with a lifetime warranty and a steel storage chest for just 99 bucks. Show dad you're his biggest fan, with top quality Husky tools, a great storage chest, and a little change in your pocket. The 200-piece Husky Mechanics tool set with steel storage, just 99 bucks, only at the Toy Store for Dads. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details valid for June 21st.
5: Hi. A couple of weeks ago, my car started... Squealing? Yeah. So I want to replace my brake pads. Wow, you really know your
0: stuff? Well, I've got a lot to do. I think I'm going to need some... uh... Coffee? Yeah. At Advance Auto Parts, we have the quality parts you want want to get the job done. Okay, it's starting to feel really weird. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Advance Auto Parts, let's get you back on the road.
4: Attention landowners, want to know what your farm is worth? At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation.
0: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 KBGG with Jenny B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is
1: when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf a trick. Shot for you is hitting the green of regulation. There you
0: go. Then, joint former Pro Bowl running back, Tiki Barber.